the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Thank you for listening to hour number two of the Bruce Hooley Show. I hope you were a part of the program in hour number one. If not, you can catch it on the podcast, 989theanswer.com. I highly encourage you to listen to today's show uh, because I think the content is important. It underscores what a boondoggle current media is. Uh, It's not easy for me to say that. I've spent my career in media. I wish I could go back and change that. I wish I could go back and do something more productive. I thought I was getting into a productive career when I got into it. I was a a right fighter, as my friend Chris Spielman would say. I wanted to um, expose lies. I wanted to hold people who were hurting others accountable. I wanted to tell the story behind the story. Media doesn't do that anymore. Media now is... uh, four square behind the powerful, four square behind the approved narrative. I shared a comment in the early part of the show from what I'm just amazed they actually called this meeting because typically with leftists, you know, everything is the opposite of what they say it is. The Fairness Act is not fair at all. The Equality Act is not about equality. Affirmative action is discrimination sanctioned by the government. But they called this meeting in Davos, Switzerland in November of 2021 the Great Narrative Meeting. That's exactly what it was. It was a meeting of big, egg-headed brain people who were trying to figure out how can we get these stubborn rubes in flyover country to follow us and do what we tell them to do for their own good. Here's the uh, head of the School of Government at Oxford University, a woman named Nagar Woods. And what she said. This is the quiet part out loud, folks. At Davos a few years ago, you know, the Edelman survey showed us that the good news is the elite across the world trust each other more and more. So we can come together and design and do beautiful things together. The bad news is that in every single country they were polling, the majority of people trusted that elite less. So we can lead, but... If people aren't following, we're not going to to get to where we want to go. Yeah, the elites trust each other more and more. The Dispatch trusts MSNBC, who trusts Don Lemon. I mean, they don't have a problem with trust. They have a problem, as Paul Begala, the former Clinton hack, said, Democratic Party doesn't have bad leaders. No, Pelosi, Schumer, Biden, they got good leaders. They don't have good followers. Not enough minions. Not enough do-as-you're-told people. Uh, Here's Margaret Brennan of CBS. They're going to find out what the little person thinks. Only 
sometimes the little person doesn't think right. During the course of the pandemic, we've been listening to Americans through Zoom to get their thoughts on COVID, the economy, and how the government is handling it all. On Friday, we checked back in with six of them. Who feels like we are in a better place now than we were a year ago? Show of hands. No one believes we're in a better spot now. What is wrong with you idiots? None of you think we're in a better spot now. Donald Trump is not in the White House. Okay, sure. Filling up with gas costs you 10 to $20 more than it used to. Yeah, your shelves are empty. Okay, we're almost on the brink of another war in Ukraine. And yes, our southern border is wide open and the fentanyl is streaming in and the girls are being raped without anybody doing anything about it. But don't you see how much better it is? Haven't you heard the president? As a result of the progress we made, record economic growth, record job growth, faster economic recovery than any other nation on earth, we are better positioned globally than we have been in a long, long time. Translation. You are getting sleepy, very sleepy. (laughs) Aren't you hypnotized? Aren't you mesmerized? What is wrong with you? I had a conversation Saturday morning with a gentleman who I knew in my former professional life. We had lost touch over the years. It was a joy to sit with him, to spend time with him, to find out about how his life had unfolded, how mine had unfolded. We shared each of our own faith stories and our family stories. And this morning, as I told you, is my daughter's 16th birthday, one of them. And I was praying for her and I was thinking about my role in her life and how important it is for a dad to be close to his daughter and to set the right example. And the word that kept coming into my mind as I thought about her and I thought about my conversation Saturday was authenticity, the absolute essential nature of authenticity. I struggle (laughs) big time with people who are not authentic with people who are not truth-tellers, with people who will not listen, evaluate, and then make a decision based upon the information that they have. I really work hard at being authentic for my daughters. I want to set the right example for them. That's what appealed to me about journalism, the authenticity of it. The truth of finding out facts and exposing facts that might not be in evidence and having people then decide, okay, so what does this mean? How are we doing on that right now in mainstream media? Uh, We're told that our president saying he will only look at black women as a Supreme Court justice is not racist. But if he were to say he would only look at white men, that would be racist. We have been told since the 70s that that is not a baby in the womb of the mother. We can now operate on whatever that is, save its life while it's in the womb, but we have not changed our position on what it is. Well, we kind of have changed our position. Abortions used to be done in secret. Now we shout the abortion. We celebrate. Does that seem like a truthful, authentic position to you? Gas prices are up, but our economy's booming. 
according to our sleepy president. Crime is raging around the country, but only because the cops are racist and hunting down all the black kids that are being shot by other black kids who aren't dressed in police uniforms. Must be undercover murderers. Climate change is the real existential threat, not crime, not fentanyl, not illegal immigration, climate. COVID, hmm, you feel like you've been given the authentic story on COVID? Those protests back in 2020, they were mostly peaceful, right? The fires, you kind of imagined that. Really didn't happen. So, I left out one headline. Have you seen the Canadian truckers? Oh, it's a beautiful thing to see people just doing what they can do, using the resources at their disposal. They got trucks. They can drive trucks. Maybe if we form a line of trucks, the idiots in Ottawa will listen to us. Well, here's a headline from today's Toronto Globe and Mail. I'm sure... As woke as your Columbus Dispatch. Calling these Ottawa protests peaceful downplays nonviolent dangers. Nonviolent dangers? What exactly is a nonviolent danger? Oh, I know what it is. It's a thought you're not allowed to have because the Toronto Globe and Mail. Doesn't want you to think that. Doesn't want you to evaluate that. Doesn't want you to hear that. And neither does the Columbus Dispatch. Here's another snippet from their ridiculous editorial today about how important it is that you install them as the arbiter of what you hear and don't hear in your own life. The Dispatch writes, We must do a better job teaching kids media literacy. I wonder who they'd like to be teaching that. Oh, shocker, them. We must do a better job teaching kids media literacy and technology companies, big tech, through goodwill or enforced government regulation. (laughs) They, they, They literally wrote in the Columbus Dispatch, freedom of the press and all that. Remember that, guys? They're advocating in a Columbus Dispatch editorial for enforced government regulation to stop the spread of false information. We are through the looking glass, folks. When the former arbiters of truth, those who have a platform to just expose ideas and have you evaluate them, are advocating strongly for enforced government regulation to stop the spread of false information. I think of the friend who I sat with at breakfast on Saturday morning. He who gave his life to journalism, me who gave my life to journalism. And if you had told us five years ago, 10 years ago, back when we first met, 20 years ago, that this sentence would be written one day in the Columbus Dispatch, Advocating for enforced government regulation. Hey, hey, Doral Chenoweth, how do you look in the mirror, dude? 
Anybody who works at that rag in this town, how do you look in the mirror knowing that those words appear under a byline in your newspaper? Interesting tweet posted yesterday by Matthew Rosenberg, who is a New York Times reporter. Matthew Rosenberg wrote, Joe Rogan is what he is. We in the media might want to spend more time thinking about why so many people trust him instead of us. Uh, Matthew will be called into a meeting today and told not to say anything like that ever again. But he said it, and he's right. Because Joe Rogan is doing what journalists are supposed to do. Ask questions, listen, be curious, and then let people evaluate the information. Glenn Greenwald, not a guy I agree with politically on much, but Glenn Greenwald is somebody who stands for the free press. And that's the one place where I find the hope of reaching a common ground with people who think differently than I do politically is that we have to both embrace the fact that all information is worthy information. I didn't say it's good information. I didn't say it's true information. But it's worthy information. You say, well, you talked about that after-school Satan club last week, Ruth. You don't think that's really worthy information, do you? Only in the sense that if you're going to allow that, then you have to allow the true authentic presentation of the gospel. Kids will understand the truth of the gospel once explained to them, and they'll understand that, wait, this after-school Satan club, these people are my enemy, they're the ones, this other option that I have, this gospel provides a way out of that lifestyle. I'll stack up the gospel against the after-school Satan club any day and all day of every week. I'll stack up Information from doctors on, is COVID a moving target? Do we have COVID nailed like we have from the beginning? Mass, no mass, vaccines will work, vaccines won't work. COVID is a moving target, right? It is. And so to exchange ideas on COVID is not dangerous. It's necessary. It's necessary to do that because we evaluate these things. We have smart people talk about it. Questions are asked. Questions are answered. And then you have all the information possible to help you make a decision. But Glenn Greenwald reacting to this tweet from Matthew Rosenberg of the New York Times saying, hey, you know, you guys guys in the media are nervous about Joe Rogan. You might want to look at what he does and find out why people trust him instead of us. And Glenn Greenwald writes, this is the one thing you will almost never hear employees of media corporations ask because doing so requires self-critique. So it is off limits. It's much easier to complain that people listen to fake news and whine that nobody trusts them, but they will never ask what they did to cause this. Yeah, you won't find anything about what did we do to cause this in this dispatch editorial board editorial today opinion piece about, we got to do something to stop all this fake news. Glenn Greenwald continues, the reason this tweet from one of the better New York Times reporters went so viral is it's almost shocking to see a journalist with a corporate outlet pose this question of what media corporations have done and still do to cause so many to turn away in disgust. Yeah. I don't know why you're going out of business, Columbus Dispatch. 
because people know they're being lied to. You cut you cut your audience in half by deciding to appeal only to the liberal parts of Upper Arlington and the university community. And Bexley, you limited your audience. Joe Rogan, he's not limiting his audience. And he addressed his fans and followers in a nine-minute video where he said, look, I, I never planned for my podcast to go crazy. I just was sitting down talking to my buddies. I talked to people who are interesting people. I book them myself. I let them talk. He's doing journalism because journalism isn't doing journalism anymore. Here's Joe Rogan wrapping up his message to his listeners and to all listeners and talking about what the mission of his podcast is. Again, I'm not trying to promote misinformation. I'm not trying to be controversial. I've I've never tried to do anything with this podcast other than just talk to people and have interesting conversations. I didn't plan it. I can't believe it's as successful as it is. It was never really an idea that I had. And then when it became popular, other people wanted to come on. And I was like, oh, it'd be cool to talk to that person. Oh, he's interesting. Oh, she's got a cool book out. And then, boom, it's become what it is today, which is like some out-of-control juggernaut that I barely have control of. So my pledge to you is that I will do my best to try to balance out these more controversial viewpoints with other people's perspectives so we can maybe find a better point of view. I don't want to just show the the contrary opinion to what the narrative is. I want to show all kinds of opinions so that we can all figure out what's going on, and not just about COVID, about everything, about health, about fitness, wellness, the state of the world itself. It's a strange responsibility to have this many viewers and listeners. It's very strange, and it's nothing that I prepare for, and it's nothing that I ever anticipated. I am going to do my best in the future to uh, balance things out. I'm going to do my best. But my point of doing this is always just to create interesting conversations and ones that I hope people enjoy. So if I pissed you off, I'm sorry. And uh, if you enjoy the podcast, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you to Spotify. Thank you all the supporters. and, And even thank you to the haters because it's good to have some haters. It makes you reassess what you're doing and put things into perspective. And, and, uh, I think, I think that's good too. Thank you to the haters. You ever hear Don Lemon say that? You ever hear, uh, Mika Brzezinski or Rachel Maddow or any of the Looney Tunes on the view say that? You ever hear, um, anybody on the left ever say that? Thank you to the haters. They keep me accountable. No, they don't want accountability. The three words you will never hear a leftist say, I was wrong. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.